Coming up, Kyle Larson can't match Brent Marks at Lincoln. We take a look at tight championship battles with Lucas and the Outlaws. And we kind of look through my win picks and how good and bad they've been this season. Let's go. Today is Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. The third round of Pennsylvania Speed Week is complete with Brent Marks picking up the win last night at Lincoln Speedway. It's not often you see Kyle Larson start on the pole of a sprint car race and get run down for the win, but that's exactly what Marks did. He started the feature from the 13th position, but was already fourth by lap five. And then past halfway, he was basically right on Larson's tail tank, and he took the lead for good with 11 laps remaining. Strong stuff for Marks and that 19 team with crew chief Heath Moyle. Larson settled for second with Anthony Macri rounding out the podium. It was a nice finish as well for Troy Wagaman, who ended up fourth after starting in second. A good run there for kind of a lower-funded uh, local team there. I was a little surprised by some of the names who weren't in the feature last night, including Freddie Raymer, Devin Borden, and Paul McMahon. None of those guys were able to move forward and grab a transfer spot in the night's B-Main. Headed to Grandview tonight, Macri leads the Pennsylvania Speedweek points over Marks and Justin Peck uh, with three nights complete so far. Macri has two wins and a third in these first three nights, and the gap back to Brent Marks is 62 points. Right now, kind of looking through things, it looks like Marks and Peck are probably the only two really within striking distance for the PA Speedweek Championship right now. Still a ton of racing to come. Anything could happen. Uh, but those, those three are really kind of uh, have separated themselves a little bit right now. Larson and Christopher Bell will be back in the field again tonight. If you want to watch, SprintCarUnlimited.tv has the pay-per-view stream. Remember, kind of through PA Speedweek, we've got multiple streamers involved. We've already had a race on Dervision. We've had two races on Flow Racing. We've had one race that was already supposed to be on SprintCarUnlimited.tv, uh, but a kind of a mix of, of streaming services kind of covering things this week. So pay attention to that uh, streaming schedule over at DirtTracker.com if you want to know who, uh, who which streamer kind of has these races each week this night, or each night this week, excuse me. <laughs> Looking around the big series this morning as well, I wanted to point out a few drivers for you in regards to recent performances. And we'll start with Tanner English. The Kentucky driver is currently up to third in the Ward of Outlaws Late Model Series standings. And it's been a nice few weeks for him. He picked up a Summer Nationals win last Thursday night, and a string of good finishes with the Outlaws have him challenging Max Blair for second in the standings. He started out this year pretty quiet with the Outlaws, but has gained ground in recent weeks. Over his last 10 races, he has eight top 10s and an average finish of 8.1. He's still looking for an Outlaw win and some laps led this year. But he's moving forward in features a lot, and recent fourth-place runs show he can be in the mix with these guys. On the sprint car side with the Outlaws, Carson Macedo is back on the heels of Brad Sweet for the points lead. I mentioned on yesterday's show that he's only 12 points behind now. That's about six positions with the Outlaws if you figured two points per position, and it could be even less than that with some more wins. Remember, uh, a win to second is four points. Uh, that uh, Macedo was light at the scales following Williams Grove in May, which we've talked about. A lot of other people have talked about as well. And he finished 26 that night after the DQ. It would have, uh, if he would have kept his podium finish from that night, the points lead would have been his uh, over Brad Sweet. But instead, it seems like that penalty kind of seemed to have sent that JGR 41 team reeling a bit because following the Grove, they had three finishes outside the top 10 in their next four races, and they tumbled down the top five in the standings. 
But since finishing 13th at Lawrenceburg on May 30th, they have nine straight top 10s, and that includes wins at River Cities and last Friday night at Hussets. Macedo tops the series in average finish over the last 10 races and is tied with Sheldon Huddenshield in that category over the last five races for best average finish. And I think things could get real spicy this weekend with Cedar Lake on tap, and that points lead for Sweet feels like it might be precarious. Macedo has five straight top 10s at the track, including seconds in both races there last year. If you look at Sweet, though, incredibly, he has five straight wins at Cedar Lake. But that KKR 49 has not had the same pace this year with only the one win, and that was 21 races ago. I think this will be a good chance for Macedo to really turn up the heat for the Outlaw Championship. And speaking of those championships, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is setting up for a good battle as well. Tim McCready has found his stride and is suddenly only 25 points behind Brandon Shepard. McCready's last 10 Lucas races include nine top 10s, an average finish of 6.1, and two wins. Bishop hasn't uh, been bad over that stretch, but McCready has just been better. These two drivers are both known for their consistency, so this will be something to keep an eye on in the coming weeks. And with USAC, Brady Bacon is all the way back to second in the standings after getting behind right away in Florida to start the year. Finishes of 15th and 16th at Bubba left him with a hole to climb out of in search of his third straight title. But that gap has all but disappeared. In the 12 races since that second night in Florida, Bacon has four wins and 11 top 10s. With a packed month of July looming for the USAC Sprint Cars, Justin Grant's lead over Brady Bacon is just 11 points. If you want to see more stats like these I've just talked about, you can find your way over to dirttracker.com slash analytics. A lot of free stuff there for you to check out on a daily basis. And over the weekends, as races kind of happen, I'll put those uh, results in as quickly as I can into the database. Uh, So you should have fresh stats there every single day, especially if you're doing things like dirt draft or some of the fantasy stuff. And speaking of analytics, if you watch or listen to the show regularly, you know that I've been doing win picks all season with each race getting a selection from the dirttracker.com analytics prediction formula and one from me. So far, we've done picks for 128 races this season. And right now I have a pretty substantial lead on the formula. I'm actually kind of surprised about that. The formula did really well early on this season, but it has struggled pretty mightily lately. It did correctly pick Brandon Shepard to win Sunday at Jacksonville. So through uh, these 128 races, it now has just 14 correct picks. That's about 11%. I had three correct selections over the weekend, including both Dennis Earp Jr. wins at Peevely and Tim McCready winning the Firecracker 100. That brings my tally to 29 correct winners, which is just uh, a little bit more than 22.5%. I'll probably finish the season as is with the uh, analytics prediction formula, but I have some ideas for that formula and kind of how it's built uh, to make it better for the future. I toyed also with the idea of turning the win predictor live at dirttracker.com, but there are kind of some issues with it, most notably that the formula obviously doesn't know who's racing each night. And unless we wait until after teams have signed in, which isn't really a realistic, uh, there isn't a way to just kind of have the formula choose from a certain set of available drivers. I do need to try and find a solution for that. Uh, if it does eventually go live, though, because I think there's some good information on there and it might be fun for you guys to be able to see that as well. There are six shows on the streaming schedules today. Dervision has the Summer Nationals from Red Hill and Weekly Outlaw Carts from Millbridge. Speedsport has Micros from Circus City and Action from Buena Vista. Sprint Car Unlimited uh, has the Pennsylvania Speed Week show from Grandview, like I mentioned, and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.